You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Our man Anthony Slater of The Athletic he with us here. He pull up too. Now, a- Anthony, you, 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 you go to casinos, you a gambler? Where, is Sky River the one in Folsom? That's, That's El Grove. Oh, oh, my bad. Elk Grove, that's what I meant. Um, am I a gambler? You know, I like sports gambling, not on the NBA. I do not bet on the <laughs> NBA. Um, but you can't do that in California. They, like, struck down that bill. Shockingly, I thought. Yeah, I can't I believe was, that. Failed, game man. That was so upsetting. Failed. Man. Such a failure. Uh, Anthony, let's dive into it, man. I, I, I want to bring some of the conversations you and I were having last night to the radio particularly the one, you know, now that the game is behind us, Kings beat the Knicks last night. What do you think about the Western Conference? I think it's weaker than in past years. Uh, I don't think that's, like, you know, unpopular opinion either. I mean, Denver's this, like, runaway number one seed, and, I mean, they're as uh, vulnerable as as a number one seed as I can remember, although Phoenix looked pretty vulnerable after winning 65 games last year. Um, And then, you know, look at all right let's go down the list memphis like will we see john morant again this season even if we do what's his state how about their big man situation even if jaw is back steven adams has this knee problem brandon clark achilles tear they traded Ky- or uh, kyle anderson left in free agency they traded anthony melton way thinner team that was supposed to be the second seed now the kings are um beyond that i'm a, i above the belief that phoenix is the favorite if they're healthy I just think Durant and Booker in a playoff setting, mid-range, Assassins, KD's been there. I just think he bumps everybody else on their team into their right pecking order, right? Mm -hmm. Booker's a two. Paul's a four at this point. Aiton's a three. So um, I like them, but are they going to be healthy? I mean, Kevin Durant sprained his ankle and – you know, warm ups the other day. So – and then beyond that, Clippers question marks, Warriors big question marks. I'm not saying it's opening up for the Kings to go on a finals run, but I could be much more convinced than I thought that, hey, yeah, Kings could win a first-round series. You know, I'm a, I'm a challenge. Uh, I guess it's you because you said it, but you're not the only one. Like, everybody – I'm just the, con- the, the conventional thought of the West being weaker than in years past. Is it really? <laughs> like, it, it's not like we have eight teams on the regular that can win the championship. There's usually like two or three teams. I would say – so I'm going back now to I covered the last Kevin Durant season in Oklahoma City, mm-hmm. and they had that was the KD Russ Stephen Adams was on the rise. Abaca mm-hmm. was still really good. They had Ennis Canner and Deion Waiters coming mm-hmm. off the bench. They won 55 games that season and I, that regular season, and it was like a, an extremely disappointing 55. And it was KD's last year before free agency where he eventually departed because at the time you had the Warriors won 73 and the Spurs that season won 67 games. They were the two seed. And I remember going into those playoffs and it was just like, you know, you were talking about a 55 win team 
thinking they had no shot because there were three like just monsters out in the West. And then after that, KD goes to the Warriors. And if you're in the Western Conference, you could be, you know, you could be the Daryl Morey Rockets. You can be whoever you want to be. You know, you're not beating that that mm-hmm. KD team. And that was, you know, a, a, a three year stretch. I guess in the last couple of seasons, maybe the Western Conference's fangs have looked a little bit different. We thought Utah, uh, you know, was was a contender. They kind of turned out to be frauds in a lot of ways. I mentioned Phoenix of last season. Mm-hmm. Last regular season, if we were on here right around this time, we all would have been like, who's taking down Phoenix, right? Remember that team? I mean, 65 mm-hmm. wins. That's the big thing now. Like, what? Denver's going to win the the conference in the 50s easily win the conference with wins in the 50s. The Kings right now are the 2 seed on pace for how many wins now at this point? I think we're at 48. Yeah. I think it's at 48. Yeah. So there was a year I covered the Thunder when KD had his he broke his foot mm-hmm. uh and, and missed that season. It was the Westbrook uh you know or, or no I'm, I'm trying to remember. Anyway, they won 48 games and didn't make the playoffs. They were the nine seed. The Pelicans were the eight seed and played that uh, 67 win Warriors team. And I remember a year I covered the Thunder where they were the two seed and the Grizzlies with Marcus all 50 games. They were the seven seed. And it was this war, the seven game first round war that had four overtime games. That Western Conference no longer exists. You don't have seven seed Marcus all Memphis Grizzlies with 50 wins. And they're the seven. You have a bunch of teams who are disappointing, but they're going to back their way into the playoffs, in my opinion. Mm. Yeah, I mean, the Pelicans are disappointing. The Lakers are probably for some disappointing. Mm-hmm. Dallas, I don't know what the expectations were for that team anyways. I know Minnesota's disappointed. Mm-hmm. You, you make the move the that they are. did. Yeah, what, that. Yeah, yeah, well, and, and, and there you have that. But the funny thing about that, we were talking, the Warriors, lost, they're in the sixth spot. The Warriors cannot win a game away from Chase Center. But they're sitting in the final playoff spot. Yeah. The, you want to know what the joke is with the Warriors? It's like their best days are are their off days. Like they always rise in the standings when they don't play. It's like, well, they back <laughs> right back into the fifth seed tonight. Then they go lose, and it's like, all right, you know. It's just that that's been the West. I mean, I, it's it's good if you love parody, but I don't. I think it's it's parody, but it's really mediocrity is mm-hmm. is what I feel like the middle mm-hmm. of the West is. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, when you look at the the league as a whole, I think everybody can, you know, everybody got some kind of flaws. I think Milwaukee's the best team in basketball. Yeah. But, um, you know, they're not unbeatable, although they were for like a month. But other than that, they're not unbeatable. Boston is a a great team, but they've got flaws as well. I think everybody's got a a couple of holes in there. And Philly has James Harden, so you just never (laughs) – There's that. Everybody got a couple of holes in there. With one eye looking towards Houston again. <laughs> one eye looking at his rear view. Mirror. Is that is that is that real? That story's yeah, real. I mean, you know, it, clearly he's got like very large ties to the city, and I, I think in a lot of ways it's the city kind of calling him back more than necessarily the franchise. And hmm. uh, you know, we'll see. But generally, uh, to your point, I, I'm interested to see this weekend for Milwaukee, right? Uh, Saturday night, ABC, I'm going to be at the game. Warriors, Bucks, Warriors at home. So you would assume they, they'll they be better <laughs> no, man, than usual. Dude. Lights out. Lights out, man. Yeah, exactly. Warriors going crazy. So I want to I see this Milwaukee team go through that. And then they're coming to Golden 1 on Monday. Like, those are two yeah. really good tests for them. And I think Giannis has a chance to make it, start to make a larger, louder MVP case. Um, but my concern for them, I'd say playoff wise is Middleton's health. You know, that's what mm-hmm. derailed them last season. They probably would have beat the Celtics if he was there. Yeah. And I don't think he's, I just don't see it. He hasn't looked like himself all year. And I don't know if that's just going to turn on 
you know, in a couple of weeks. And I, I agree with you, Anthony. I think that's a huge key to them trying to win another championship is that they have Middleton. And he just hasn't looked comfortable mm-hmm. uh, from the first time he stepped on the floor. Yeah, and I, I believe he's stepping into, like, you know, contract situation this summer. Body's kind of breaking down a little bit, or at least it seems like it. So we'll see. But if he's even 80% of himself, I mean, Giannis – I think Giannis is the best player in basketball, mm-hmm. and, and on a, particularly on a playoff stage. So, so yeah. Anthony Slater is one of my favorites, on, right man. there, man. That man speak the truth. Uh, you wrote uh, in the Athletic uh, this morning about the confidence uh, that the Sacramento Kings have now in playoff positioning, and Kenny and I have been talking about the confidence that De'Aaron Fox has every time yeah. he talks, and now he's starting to talk in a way where. It's been really noticeable the last few games, and you noticed it last night in the press conference. He brought up making the playoffs multiple times last night. Like it was a certainty. That was the thing. It wasn't just, you know, I I don't know. I'd been around them early in the season, and and there was, like, confidence in what they could be. But it was, last night he was just like, well, when the playoffs are here, you know, and, and when we have a playoff game in a couple, you know, in a month here, I'm like, oh, okay. I didn't know that was, like, decided yet. All right. Um <laughs> Whereas, you know, I would take myself back a, a couple weeks. I, you know, I went and sat down with Mike Brown for a while. This is right. This was the Wednesday before the All-Star break, right before that crazy game in L.A. And he was, you know, he was kind of sounding the alarm bells of, yeah, we're coming out of the break as the third seed, but there's danger below, you know, one slump and suddenly you're in the play-in or you're just completely out of it in the West. So that was the last time I'd really checked in with the Kings. And then to be there last night, obviously they've been, they've had a great, you know, stretch out of the break. But to just sit there and, you know, he's talking about home court in the first round. And not only is he very confident in it, I'm like, yeah, you know, that's you're probably right. I, I, at this point, I would pick them to be in the top four seed because of what we were talking about earlier. So it's just it's a little bit startling to see. And I'm sure as two guys who are as locked into the Kings as anybody kind of got to be shocking to you that we're at this point. Right. Yeah, no, for sure. No, I, I thought the Kings were going to be good this year. I thought after about, you know, after the own four starting and they went and got above mm-hmm. 500, I was like, oh, no, this is this is a top 16. I'm, Anthony, I never you, – you know me. You know how I ride for the Kings. I never would have thought they'd be the two seed on March 10th. I did not see this coming uh, from this team. So it's a pleasant surprise for sure. Two seed with, I think – kind of inside position to, to maintain that seat. I, I'd worry about Phoenix coming up behind. I think it's a big game tomorrow. Uh, and, and they play again later in the year. Cause you know, yeah, they're not, they're missing KD, but they, they can win games yeah. without mm-hmm. KD. Mm-hmm. Uh, Memphis. I know they beat the Warriors last night. I know Dylan Brooks had his like, you know, uh, <laughs> highlight night and, and they got hot, but I, they just, everything about them is signaling free fall to me. I, I'd be more worried about them tumbling down towards four or five than, than holding strong to two. Well, everyone keeps bringing up Ja, and rightfully so. Like, I get that's part of the story, but it, it appears the story of their losing is Steven Adams. Mm. Regardless of what happens with Ja Morant, Steven Adams isn't coming back. Yeah. So it's either the loss of Steven Adams or the curse of Shannon Sharp because they line up pretty well <laughs> together where this team is now, I think, 8-13 and 13 since the Shannon Sharp incident. But a lot of that has been without Steven Adams on the floor. So regardless of Ja, Steven Adams ain't coming back, and it's hard for me to see that team regroup with all that's happened the last few weeks. I think it's also just an erosion of their depth. Uh, that remember last season they really burst onto the scene and they would have they had long stretches. I, I think the the they were like something like twenty one and five without Jaw last mm-hmm. regular season, 
and you would have those games where it was like everyone on their team was was shooting threes everyone was doing the post game interviews but then this summer like i said trade you trade melton you lose kyle anderson now you've lost brandon clark for the season you mentioned adams jaw like and what has that been replaced with david roddy they tried to get in the draft he hasn't done much you know they got kenneth lofton jr you know on a two-way um they're trying to fit santi aldama into the rotation mm-hmm. you know he's, he's not kyle anderson um and you know, Zaire Williams was supposed to year yeah, two leap. Yeah. He's been worse in year yeah. two than year one. Like this team that prided itself on its depth, they they had the tweet strength in numbers, right? The one that, that kind of ticked off Clay Thompson and he went after Jaron Jackson about that was what they were last year. They're not that this season. They are not very deep. It does, I mean, they, they looked it last night, but generally they haven't been. So I'm going to ask you a question, Anthony. You're, 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 you know, you got ties here, at NorCal, but you're looked at as a national guy. You've got that type of reverence I'll and that respect. It. Okay, you have to pick. There is no in between. There is no riding the fence. The Sacramento Kings offense, cute or dangerous? Offense dangerous. Mm. Playoff chances. You know, I might tilt more towards the the the, the cute side of the fence, but offense. Yeah, I mean, I just think the personnel is fierce. Uh, I, and, you know, the shooting, the skill, the passing, Sabonis, you know, I mean, just the physicality of Sabonis. You saw it last night. That's a physical team he's going against. He's just bumping down there. Um, but what I would say, and and I know Mike Brown knows this, and I know the Warriors coaching staff knows, or the Kings coaching staff, which has a lot of Warriors ties, know this. In the playoffs, a lot of the off-ball action, the pet stuff, the dribble handoffs, the cutting, you know, teams start to, they, they, they get more freedom to hold you and grapple with you. And I mean, this is, this is the problem that the Warriors used to face when uh, the, those Cavaliers teams, Ty Lue would just have J.R. Smith and, and all their bigs just bumping guys and, and kind of mm. taking away some of that flow. Mm. Um, and, and like I said, Mike Brown knows this. It's why they liked playing that Knicks team last night. That is the type of team, Josh Hart, those type of players who in a regular season setting are doing some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And they still powered through it. They still scored. It wasn't as explosive as a night. But, um, you know, I, 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 just, I would just say this. In the playoffs, they're not just going to be popping 145, Golden 1 Center, everybody's dancing, you know, threes are raining all game, every game. They're going to face some challenging moments where some physical defenses give them trouble. But also, they're still going to score. I mean, you know, like they're, they're too skilled, too talented, too well coached mm-hmm. uh, to not. And also, they got the best closer in the league right now. I mean, he just has mm-hmm. been the best closer in basketball, De'Aaron Fox. Get a bucket late. He killed Josh Hart in the fourth quarter last mm. night. Go rewatch all his buckets in the fourth quarter. He's just getting by Josh Hart super easy. And that's supposed to be a pretty good perimeter defender. Stealing with Casey on KIFM West Sacramento 98.5 FM Carex QHD2 Sacramento ESPN 1320. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Anthony Slater of The Athletic with us. Uh, you mentioned Mike Brown. Can we talk about that for a second. What did you make of uh, Mike Brown following a – Victory against the New York Knicks on national television. What did you think of Mike Brown's press conference last night? I wasn't necessarily predicting he was going to come in and you know lay the hammer. Uh, I, I I think he comes from a, kind of the school of coaching where you get like five of those bullets per year, like five of those post game sessions where you come in and rattle the table. Um, and I wouldn't have that wouldn't have been one of the five times I was expecting him to use it, but he did. Um, 
it's right on line with what he's trying to get across to not only his players, but to his entire organization, to the fan base, to the radio stations out there, to everyone. It's like, it's not enough to squeak in the playoffs, celebrate, you know, have a Minnesota Timberwolves style Patrick Beverly on the scores table, <laughs> waving the, you know, jersey. And then you get ousted in the first round. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wants to go deeper. He And, and he knows you give up 23 offensive rebounds in game one at home probably losing and if you lose game one at home you might lose the series because you lost game one at home and and he's just trying to instill that into his team and and part of that and i i think it's i think it's showing his this is part of his maturity as a coach he sees the way to use the media use us more than he did when he was younger and i think a lot of that is steve kerr Steve Kerr is as good of a messenger, and, and Mike has said this, he's never seen a better messenger as a coach than Steve. And that's the type of stuff that Steve Kerr would do, push that type of button. And I think Mike does that so much better now than he did when he was like a young Cavaliers coach. Mm-hmm. I got, I'm putting Anthony on the spot again. Damn. Okay. I'm putting him on the spot again. It's Friday. Hey, the, the, the Warriors play, they're the fifth seed. They play Phoenix in game one in Phoenix, but the Kings got game one at Golden One Center. Where are you at, Anthony? Choose your side. Who's your allegiance? Wait, so so it's Kings, Suns, and Golden One, Kings, and what was Kings, the other? Kings Mavericks at Golden oh, One oh, Center. Oh, and it's game Suns, one. Warriors? Yes. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. I, I, as somebody who, who goes back to covering Kevin Durant from his, you know, early OKC days through that. You I know, can't be mad. I might that. chronicle that in a book years from now. I should probably be at KD. Yeah, versus I can't the be mad at months. that. I can't be mad. I'm giving yeah. you a hard time. But now you say like Warriors, Wolves, and like Kings, Suns. Like then, you know, then I'm a little bit more on the fence. How about Kings, Warriors? That the, then you see make that's the one. Ooh. Yeah, that, that, this whole the, this whole region would go insane. Just. The, and, and it would be just like I can't imagine the amount of work it would be for you. I just can't imagine the amount of work it would be for us because we've got our sister station at 95.7 the game. So, you know, I'm sure it'd be joint shows hey, with Bonte and Butch all day. And, 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 and he was on the morning roast this morning. I was listening See? to him. He's going to be all over the place. Yep. You think we got to work? We, ain't, Anthony we, ain't, we ain't sleeping for 10 days. No. Can I? Do you guys want that series? No, I don't want it just because I don't want to see Steph Curry. That's yeah. that's literally. It. I think the Kings will beat the uh, Warriors. I do, but I don't want. I don't want to see Steph Curry in the playoffs. I, I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah, at least not in round one. Um, <laughs> right. And the and the other thing is, I want. I would like to see Golden One Center just absolutely full with like you know your full throttle Kings fans. If the if it is Warriors Kings, there's gonna be some invaders in that arena. Let me tell you. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't blame. I wouldn't blame Kings fans for selling yeah. their tickets. All oh, them Bay Area people yeah. come down here and pay stupid prices. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. they're paying tech prices co- coming down to Golden One. Oh yeah, there'd be I some imposters in here. Yeah, run, 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 <laughs> run those prices as high. Half as of possible. them may live here at this point in the Zoom era. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, that's a true story. That's a true story. I think uh, going back to Mike just for a quick second. I, I I just think that's how Mike motivates guys. Like you've been around him so much. You talked about having just. A couple of moments, five moments each year where you could do that. And I thought Kenny brought up a good point. This team's won seven of their last eight. I think seven and one in the last eight games the Kings are. And rather than waiting for them to drop one, perform you know poorly and lose, he was like, okay, we just had one of the most egregious stats put up against us probably in recent NBA memory. I'm going to use this opportunity 
to not only talk about Domas and, and, and De'Aaron Fox being leaders, but talking about how I can see De'Aaron ascending to a next star, to, to, to an even bigger star than he is now. And I'm going to do it now while everyone is feeling good and no one is in their feelings and hurt and upset. Yeah, it's kind of like the Nick Saban playbook, right? You know, if Alabama, like, struggles through a game against, you know, Arkansas to go 7-0, and and they won by 10, even though they were favored by 27. It's like they go to the post game and Nick Saban's like, we were terrible tonight. <laughs> you know, terrible on the line, penalties, undisciplined. You're like, whoa, like, you know, or the entire stadium is celebrating around you. Why are you just killing your team? But, you know, it's and and he, it's Saban has talked about it. He, he hates, what does he call it, rat poison or something? When, when uh, the, you know, the headlines start to be so positive and yeah. everybody's, you know, today I'm sure you know all the Kings players are looking online, and Kevin Herter's you know looking up like, oh, Kevin Herter was awesome last night, <laughs> um, and and that leads to slippage. And I think he's just trying to, like you said, prevent the slippage. I'm just imagining Kevin Herter. I was awesome last night. You guys see this? <laughs> you see what they wrote about me? I shouldn't have just singled out uh, Kevin Herter. Tremendous. He, was, he was good last. Night. He was. Uh, Ant Man, we appreciate you, man. Thank you, you for always making gone. time for us. All right, I'm actually heading down to Golden One Center right now. I'm going to watch some of these state. Uh, oh, yeah. I heard the truth is there. Through. Okay. Really? I heard Paul Pierce is there. Oh, okay. Jesse well. probably about to leave. Go meet his hero. Jesse's already out the door about to go meet his hero, Paul Pierce. I yeah. love the state championship. I, w- yeah. I won't be able to go, but I wish I could. Yeah, I've yeah. never been, so I'm excited. No, All right. It's a good time. Well, go enjoy, All man. Right. We appreciate Take you. Thanks. That's uh, right, Anthony Slater of The Athletic right there. Always kind enough uh, to make time for us. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 